I always tell people that are like, like when people talk about entrepreneurship, um, I think like loving and really embracing like the chaos that is building, like it's never done. Uh, and so there's lots happening in my head, but, but I enjoy it. Uh, and I think you have to, if, if like, you're going to jump into anything entrepreneurial, including like real estate. I mean, I think real estate generally as a field is very entrepreneurial, even if you're, you know, not even an investor or build, but as a real estate agent, like that really involves like some entrepreneurship, in my opinion, like to do it well. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where I, Kyle, from Kyle Curtin Real Estate, interview local top dogs in the real estate investing, wealth building, and personal finance industries. Let's build together. What's up, guys? This week's guest on the show is a really cool local short-term rental investor, entrepreneur, and investor-focused real estate agent with the Candor team. Peter and I had an awesome chat, and you guys are going to love hearing the story that he tells and what he is up to right now. We talked about several cool topics from systematizing your short-term rental business, finding the right people that complement your skill sets, enjoying the chaos of entrepreneurship, and so much more. Before we jump in, would you guys mind please leaving a rating and a review down below? I always love hearing your thoughts on how I can make the podcast better. It really means a lot to me. Thank you so, so much. Now let's jump right into the episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 96 of the Creating Wealth podcast. Today, we get the great pleasure of chatting with Peter McGovern, a kick-ass entrepreneur and founder of his company, Ed Odyssey as well as a real estate investor killing it in the short-term rental space, an awesome agent on the Candor Realty team, and head of real estate of Design Theory, LLC. What's going on, Peter? Super excited to have you on here, man. I can't wait to jump into your story. <laughs> Kyle, what's up? Awesome to be here. Very excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation uh, and and uh, the very gracious uh, introduction. <laughs> Of course, man. <laughs> Definitely. So to kind of jump right into things, man, you know, tell us like kind of your backstory, like how you kind of got like the entrepreneurial, like real estate kind of like business spirit. Like tell us, tell us your, your backstory. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. So my name is Peter. I, I'm based in Boston, grew up around here. Um, and growing up, I had the opportunity to, to travel a lot and, and travels really changed my life and opened my eyes to, to so many things about myself and the world. Um, and so out of college, I, my, my career started in education. I was, I was a teacher. I was a classroom teacher and taught world languages. Um, and I absolutely loved it. I wasn't the plan, but I fell in love with teaching and education. Um, that led me to found my, my first company at Odyssey. Um, still the president of that today. Absolutely love it. We create study abroad programs and custom student programs all around the world. I have an awesome team. Uh, and I've also in the past few years gotten really into real estate, uh, both as an agent and an investor. And as you mentioned, uh, my my partner and I have co-founded a company, Design Theory, that works in real estate. Um, big picture, yeah, I, I call myself an, an entrepreneur. Uh, and I think I didn't realize that when I started my career in teaching, but I've I've always really enjoyed building and, and, and creating. Uh, 
And I honestly can't imagine myself being anything but an entrepreneur. It's what I love doing. And I feel like so privileged every morning I'm pumped up. I like I'm doing and building things um, in spaces that I'm like really passionate about and, and love, namely real estate and education today. That's super cool, man. That's absolutely awesome. So tell us like a little bit about, you know, kind of how like with that first company, like you know, I guess kind of what was going through your head, like, you know, when you were like, a, you know, a, a school teacher, like teaching, you know, like all the languages and everything, like, I guess what was kind of the, like the turning point where you, you were like, oh, you know what, like I could start a business off of this. And like, you know, like there's something bigger here. Sure. So specifically with, with Ed Odyssey, this, the, the, the study abroad and educational travel company I started, I, um, it's a world language teacher. I was traveling with my students because I love travel, an incredible way to show them the world, to put the languages that we were studying in class into practice and to get excited about what I was teaching, what we were learning together. Um, and that was kind of how I self-taught myself a lot about like travel and the study abroad industry. And what was the breaking point? I, I went into teaching thinking it would be like a one or two year thing and, and loved it. I working with, with kids is the best thing ever. Um, and I guess like after so many years in the classroom, the, the real drive was like, like a couple trips with my students. Um, and it just got bigger and bigger. So I actually, my company got so big. So it was a bit of a, a bittersweet ending. Um, but I also like was really excited about the flexibility. I, I think like knowing my um, having to be in a room when the bell rings at a certain time and like really needed a glass, you're in the room until like the bell rings. I, I always dreamt about the flexibility of working for myself and, and that's what I do now. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. Wow. So that's, that's like the coolest thing in the world, man. Like, so like I haven't even been out of the, uh, the U S before. So like, that's, it sounds like the coolest thing in the world. Like literally like the furthest I've gone was when we went down in New Orleans. Literally like that's like the farthest I've gone like ever. And uh, so that must be like super like invigorating, I guess, you know, to see like a lot of these other cultures from like across the world and like, you know, like exactly like you said, you know, to be able to pair like the languages and the education that, you know, you are having in the classroom and be able to be like, oh, well, like that's that thing over there is the thing that like we were just talking about, like in the book, you know, like that's it. I mean, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No travel. I, I mean, I'm, I'm biased because it's what I do, but I'm, I'm a huge proponent of travel. It In high school, I, I did a lot of fundraising and saved up to participate in like service learning programs and other sorts of immersion trips my high school was doing. I studied abroad for a full year in college. I did my master's in Europe. Um, travel has like radically changed my life in the best way possible. It, it's opened my eyes to, to so much about other people, countries, cultures, languages. Um, and in turn, I've learned a ton about myself. Um, I, I like pull from these experiences every single day, consciously and subconsciously. Um, I, I use language every day. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I walk into a store and it's, um, you know, you ask someone for help when you see the confusion, you're like, oh, I can switch to like whatever Spanish um, and, and their eyes light up. It's like an awesome connection. And so you just like build these connections everywhere. Um, 
and, and can empathize and understand people. Wow. That's super cool, man. So how many languages can you kind of like, like understand? Like, are you fluent in? Uh, fluent in English most days. Uh, <laughs> I speak, I speak Spanish. Uh, Spanish is like my, my other second love mother tongue. I, 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 Spanish is my second language. Um, and I still do a lot of work in Spanish. Uh, I taught Mandarin Chinese. I'm not using that daily anymore. Um, but love Mandarin and then like that a little bit of Italian, but, but like Spanish, English, and Mandarin are like my, my languages. That's the coolest thing in the world, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. So how was it kind of like, you know, jumping into that business, you know, like the first couple of years, like, I guess, so something that like always, um, kind of has interest me I, I don't know have you read um shoe dog at all it was like the the book on Nike no. story so that it was a really good book and like it was kind of like story more like story based than kind of like any anything else but so like one of the things that they were talking about in the book was you know going over to um you know like companies in Japan like manufacturers and stuff like that to like you know make business deals and everything and like that kind of thing is extremely fascinating so how was it like, you know, when you kind of had the idea, you know, to like start the business to go, you know, and, and do these programs out of the country, like, like, I guess, how did you kind of like reach out? To oh, sure. Yeah, That's no, good question. Cause I'm, and I'm sure this will like come up multiple times today is to talk about everything in, in real estate, like networking is so important. Um, and so in the case of Ed Odyssey, like a, a lot of this built super organically. Like we started in the countries where like I, I studied abroad and lived in Peru for a year and a half or more. I did my master's in Spain. I was studying and living and teaching in China. So like we started in countries that I was calling home. Like I was just bringing my students to countries that I knew. And I was planning it all with like calling my friends that I had made along the way. Um, some of those friends are now employees now, mentors, consult, like many of the communities that we work with are are the same people I've known for for decades. And that means a lot to me too. We've also built like really sustainable, lasting relationships. Um, and the same is like absolutely true in real estate as well. Yeah, that's incredible, man. Like literally like just having those kind of connections from across the world, you know, and I don't know, like that's that's just awesome. Like that's cool. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love it. Um, <laughs> So to kind of go, you know, off of that a little bit, like, you know, how did that kind of translate into, you know, getting into like the real estate space and like, you know, kind of going from, I guess, like one asset class, if you will, like kind of having the business to, you know, maybe jumping into something else a little bit and kind of like tasting a different, a different kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, hindsight's 2020 and it's crazy how like there's so many transferable skills like how do you start a business for being a teacher like being a teacher was one of the most beautiful also hardest jobs i've ever had um and then how did i get into real estate kind of i i don't know by by act i i've always loved real estate um i've always like loved looking at houses driving by houses going to open houses like with my parents when they were looking so I've always like appreciated real estate and I have some family members and friends who were like our investors. And so I'm always like, Oh, like, like, well, like what do you do to tell me about it? Um, but how did I get into real estate? 
uh, it's funny and it actually kind of almost connects. It wasn't intentional because my other business, but during in 2020, as you can imagine, during the pandemic, study abroad was not happening a lot. Um, and company and primary work was kind of like on hold for for a minute. Um, Realist wasn't designed to fill that gap. Uh, like six months before the pandemic, me and my fiance were were driving around. We we're on the Cape where, where his family's from. And we drove by like this little cottage and he was like, stop. So we like, we pull in and we look at it. You square foot, two bed, one bath cottage um, that needed a lot of updates. So we go in and we buy it. Like, how do you buy a house? What we, 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 you know, we had our condo in Boston, like all these things. Um, so that was our first property. We got it, um, started like for several months. We did, we, we were doing a little work on it. Um, then we started renovating it. Um, so we're like, great. We'll have like a little summer cottage. Maybe we'll like rent it out a bit. Um, and kind of like the rest is history. We, we rented it out a bit. We put it online. Um, and the entire summer booked in like three or four days. Um, and we're like, wow, maybe, maybe we won't use it this summer. We'll use it next summer. Uh, and so we rent it and we're like, wait, this, then we look at the numbers. We're like, Oh, like we, we made our money back on the event. Like, should we do this again? And we did it again. And then it, and then it snowballs. Um, and so that's kind of how we got into, into real estate specifically. Wow. That's awesome, man. That's the coolest thing in the world. Like, yeah. I mean, like, you know, just kind of like falling into it like that. And like, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, no, it was awesome. I mean, it, it, we, we were constantly learning and, we, and we've learned so much in the past few years. Um, and, and it's been like an awesome journey. Like we're, we, we made a lot of great decisions. I, I think we also like worked really hard to like understand and educate ourselves and prepare ourselves. Uh, and we, and we love it now. Um, Wow. That's awesome, man. Seriously. Like that, you know, and especially to go from, you know, like buying that first one, getting kind of a, you know, an idea of like the possibilities and like the sky's the limit, you know what I mean? Of like, oh, well, this is just one. Like, what if we could do this again and again and again? And <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, beyond like the, or in addition to like the real estate itself, I think the other cool thing, um, for me personally has been like doing it with my fiance who has a, a very different skill set than me. And so I coming into real estate, for example, we, we talked about my other business at Odyssey um, and together we now run our business design theory and it really like real estate. Our journey has been like this really cool compliment. Like we do a lot together. And then we also have like have our swim lanes. I'm like really good at, numbers and business things and, and projections and like just understanding complexities of, of like lending, borrowing, all, all those things. And he is a designer, architectural photographer professionally that does like major campuses. Um, and so designing our skill set, um, our portfolio to date has been very much focused on like value add design and renovation. So we buy properties that 
we can improve or or can renovate or, or somehow add equity into them instantly through our um, through, through our approach to re renovations and design. And then the the second part of our portfolio is, is as you know, we've been really focused on short-term rentals. And so we we build equity by 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 improving these great properties that we that we buy, um, building equity, like instant equity in them, and then they appreciate over time. And then kind of the the second piece of that is running them as a business. And that business is a short-term rental. And we also like love that. Like we're creating houses that we're proud of, that we love spending time in, that they're beautiful, they're in awesome spots. We property manage them, so we get to jump around a bit. But then like we get to share that with people. Like people get to that that first house I mentioned in the Cape. Like it's this cool little cottage near the beach on Cape Cod. We love Cape Cod. We've spent time there. And now we like we get to share that with guests who come with, with their kids, partners, friends, whatever, uh, enjoy the space, have an awesome vacation, send us like the most amazing messages, leave notes in our in our guest book at the home. It's like a really positive experience. And to boot, they also help us like build wealth. Like they're they're helping us pay for this asset, the real property. Um, and we make money doing that also, like, like managing all of that. That's incredible, man. I, I feel like that's something that's really cool, too, that like, you know, maybe people don't realize as much, you know, about real estate in particular is like, yeah, I mean, there is like the actual, you know, like the structure, the the meat and potatoes of that, but also like, you know, the units or in, in your guys case, like the entire building, you know, like people could be like making memories like within that building and like, you know, they could be like going away for, you know, getting married or like, you know, taking the kids for the weekend or, you know, whatever the case is. And like, like, that's something that's really special, you know, and that's, that's cool. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm sure that applies to like all types of real estate, right? So whether it's an apartment or a commercial space or anything, I mean, I think like real estate, real property, like does things for people. And like, that's amazing as a landlord owner, specifically in short-term rental. Yeah. Like we do a lot of vacation destination properties. And so like, like couples are, are are vacationing with us for their honeymoon and like families are bringing their kids or couples are getting away from their kids and using our property. Like it's, it's a really positive like experience. It's great. Yeah. It really is incredible, man. That's awesome. And one thing I wanted to point out too, is I know um you guys presented in Waltham uh, a couple months ago. I, I was there for that presentation. Absolutely loved it. And like one thing that really stuck out was like, you know, just having the, like letting your creativity like just run wild to like decorate these things and make like you know really cool themes and everything and like do you guys kind of like have a ball like you know picking up a property you know and just kind of figuring out like oh like this would be really cool if we made like this sort of theme and like you know just kind of like made all the pieces fit together and totally yeah no I, there's definitely like a design process there and, and and we like weigh different factors it's a lot of fun and so like as in smart decisions about the property that are going to like make sense for the property. Like we want to build equity um, in our assets, in, in, in the houses that we buy, the, the real property. At the same time, like I said, the second part is, is we do short-term rentals. And so we're all, always putting investor hats on. We're also putting our, our business hats on. Like we run a, a rental experience like 
people are getting away. And so what do guests want? Like what amenities one are going to make them like comfortable and enjoy their stay. And then also from a business have the best like ROI um, and, and kind of fuse that all together is how we like design same thing. So like, you know, what's the location, what's the vibe. And so we, you know, we have a place up, up in the mountains and, and that's very like our hiking. And so that's like designed as a beautiful chalet. This is one of our other properties are on like Cape Cod and so beach coastal. And so what does that space feel? What do we want that space to feel like, to look like, um, and then also like, how do we make that practical, um, for guests as owners and investors? Um, yeah, so there's a lot of like thought that's become natural to us now, but right. Picking out the floors, like what kind of floor are we going to use? Um, and that, you know, has, has been to do with like aesthetic and design, but we're also thinking like, what floor are we going to put in? That's going to like look beautiful and play with the design. Also, we don't want to replace it in a year. This is going to be a high traffic space with families and kids and, and visitors in and out constantly. So we also want to make sure it's like high quality. And so all that goes into like every little decision and detail. Um, and, and with time, it becomes much more natural. <laughs> That's cool, man. How, um, how has it been kind of like, you know, implementing a lot of the systems and like automating as much as you can and like, you know, just pretty much trying to like systematize or I guess implement as many systems and like standard operating procedures, you know, to, to just kind of streamline things like as much as possible. Yeah. Um, great question. Good. I mean, I, I think you, you learn a lot as you go. And I think bringing like a business background to that, like having SOPs and standard operating procedures and, and, and leveraging technology to make things easier, uh, is kind of automatically already in, in my head. And so like, as we've acquired more properties and do this more and more, you, you identify like the common reoccurring challenges or hiccups or questions. Uh, and then you, you find uh, like a true entrepreneur, you, you find a solution to make that better. Uh, does that answer with yeah, general answer and that applies to like everything? Yeah. Yeah, no, a hundred percent, man. I, I absolutely love processes and like the standard operating procedures and like implementing systems like that, like concept of business, like just really gets me going. Like, I, I love that so much, you know, and like, like, to your point, you know what I mean? Like once things come up that might be like a one-off situation that you haven't really crossed before, it's like, all right, like, you know, what kind of system do I have to alter or implement to be able to make it so this either doesn't happen or if this was to happen again, you know, then we already have a solution for it, you know, so it won't be as big of a deal as it is now and like stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And with short-term rentals, like a super simple example is right. Like two guests ask the same question or three guests ask the same question. I'm like, perfect. We now add a sentence saying like, here's the answer or like, um, we'll be sending this message at this time. And it's like, perfect. Um, saves us time. The guests happy because they, they know what to expect. Um, yeah. Win-win. That's awesome. So within um, kind of like the Airbnb and like Verbo, I'm not sure which platforms you guys like to use, but like, can you kind of like set up those like automatic kind of responses or is it more of just like a, I guess like an internal type of thing? Like, oh, oh so-and-so yeah. says this, like, 
Yeah. Uh, both. Yeah. So you can, you, there's, there's apps and technology that you can use that automate like all the messages. Um, personally for us, we just have a system like between the two of us, we manage all of our own properties. And so we have some like standard four messages that, that we adjust um, and work out a calendar with like timing, like when certain messages go out. But we also to counter that point about technology, like we do automate our process as much as possible. With that said, particular to our portfolio, like we want to make sure guests are having a great experience. We want to be involved. And so we don't like outsource it to someone else or automate everything. So it's just this like generic computer message. We we do want some personalization there. And, and so we've intentionally built that in as well. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. Yeah. I, I read something a while back that was really interesting about um about systems, you know what I mean? And like it, it's something that like I hadn't really thought about before and, until I heard it. And now you know, I'm I'm really glad that it came up in, in whatever book or or whatever it was. And that being like so many people are so kind of like obsessed with building systems and everything, like myself included. But like there comes a point where, like to your point, Peter, where like like you can almost kind of like over systematize it. And then like, it kind of takes away from that aspect of like being like personal, uh, like personalization. And like, you know, like, it's just kind of like, Oh, like here's computer message, like one, two, three. And instead like yeah. the first two should actually be like you or like, you know, something really, really personal, you know, like that shows like the, the connection. Totally. Yeah, no, it's, and it's different for like every business and every situation, but like finding, like understanding whatever you're doing for business or the, or, or the situation. Yeah. Um, and then like what the goals are and, and, and finding that balance is super important. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, it was something that was really interesting. Like, just cause you know, like you always hear like all the time, like, oh, just, you know, systematize and delegate everything that like, you know, doesn't make you super happy. And it's like, oh, well, that's, that's really great. And like, you know, a lot of the time that's, that's fantastic. But other times it's like, oh, like, should you really be sending like a generic, like very generic message instead of actually doing it yourself? Like whatever the situation is. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Peter, I do want to ask one of the questions on here, man. I, I love asking this question. Um, so how do you define wealth? How do I define wealth? So the, the traditional answer, which is where probably a lot of myself included are like the traditional things. So like assets, so real property and money, et cetera. T to me, that I think that's, a part of wealth. I feel like that's a tool towards wealth. Um, and, and so, well, like those traditional things like money and assets are, are tools, at least in my case, like what I'm using those tools to do um, is, is to create freedom of, of, of time, um, financial freedom, flexibility. And so those, those tools, ultimate wealth to me, is having like control of, of my time uh, and being able to like spend and dedicate my energy doing things that like I want that spark something in me that, that I'm passionate about and also spend um, my time with 
people that I care about and in relationships that I care about and all these experiences that, that matter most to me. I love that, man. Seriously, like just like it's such a beautiful thing, you know what I mean? Like just to be able to, you know, kind of create this lifestyle. And and it's it's something that like I feel like the more like you kind of learn about like this idea of financial freedom and like just like this control over like a lot of aspects in your life, like it's um it's really interesting, like comparing that to, you know, like the traditional nine to five mentality that, you know, most of us have been you know, or like most people are raised on and like, like you literally have to like break away from it, you know? And like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's an, it's like an absolute, like privilege. It's a totally different mindset. And like, it, it's, it's not how I grew up. My, 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 my parents worked so, and continue to work so hard and, and, um, and gave us so much, uh, a, a lot being like love and dedication and not even so much money, but um it, it like as you learn more like like part of that freedom is like learning and understanding like you you have to like understand the the systems around you and the world around you to to you leverage like the assets to build like that that wealth and freedom that we're talking about yeah i i 100% agree man like it's it's so much bigger than like just the the financial aspect in itself and like the lessons that you learn along the way i mean like to your point from from earlier in the show you know of just kind of like going to different cultures, like learning a lot about, you know, like different parts of the world. But in addition, you know, learning a lot about yourself and like just like this discovery and like it's it's so much bigger than like <laughs> the, than just the money. Yeah. You know what I mean, like drastically bigger. <laughs> yeah, no money. Money is so important. Um, it's it, it's a tool like we all need to to eat, to live, to survive and to, and to thrive. Um, and then like, as you start to, you know, work to build that and understand like how to best use the money and, 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 and then it snowballs. And, and I, and I credit a lot of that with like education, understanding. Yeah. It's like a totally different mindset. Um, and I know I made like a, an intentional effort to like, really try to like understand, um, money and, and real estate and business, um, and, and how I can like grow things in, in that space yeah definitely yeah it, it really is a beautiful thing and like I feel like like once you kind of start to get into it like like that's a rabbit hole that you're not coming back from yeah, <laughs> you know like exactly. you're in there for good now like <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> so Peter what's kind of um what's kind of like your vision for the future I guess this is actually like the first time that I, I asked this I might kind of put this in with the questions but like what's kind of your vision for, I guess, like your real estate goals for like the entrepreneurship kind of side. Sure. What's kind of your thoughts on that? <laughs> oh, what's my vision? Um, so real estate specific um, to continue to like grow our portfolio. Um, I know we want to have more short-term rentals. Um, we've talked about diversifying a bit. There's a lot of different things in real estate that I'm very interested about. Um, so definitely doing a lot more in real estate as part of um, my vision, our vision, my, my, my fiance and I. And then another piece of that is also like, like design theory. So like, it's awesome being a real estate agent and helping people like navigate um, real estate 
um, particularly like investors. And, and we do a lot of work with short-term rental people specifically because, because we love that. Um, and so our business design theory, uh, helps people buy, sell, invest, photograph, design, like all the things that we're passionate about in real estate. That's a lot of fun. And then personally, vision, uh, we, we want a family. I, I want to continue to like create impact. I like, I love waking up and doing things that I, that I think I'm really good at, uh, and also like spark something in me and bring me lots of joy and all align like with my personal and, and, and professional goals, um, family goals, but in, in building freedom of, of, of time and, and financial freedom. Yeah. That's absolutely awesome, man. I, I love that. Yeah. It's, it really is awesome. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to implement that question. I, um, yeah, I, I always enjoy like asking. have me back in a year or two. We'll see what's happening. <laughs> I like it. Sounds good. Yeah, it, it's always interesting, you know, like kind of asking people their visions because like, I don't know, it's just like, it's it's just so cool, you know, because like everybody's like completely different from each other most of the time. And yeah, it it, it just goes so deep. It's it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's great. I mean, I think it, it's odd. Like everyone should have their, their personal... Uh, goals drive yeah personal <laughs> legend yeah 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 yep so peter i got one more question for you man and that okay. question is do you read and what is your favorite business investing or real estate book that you would recommend to anyone it could be like a podcast or like anything you consume at all <laughs> sure um so yes i i books so i just I, I literally the last thing i said was personal legend so this this is not a business book alchemist um is one of my favorite books and on that note the little prince is another one of my favorite books prince i i probably read like once a year nah. uh, and these are like stories not business books they help me a lot with business um, in life, the, on the business side of things, I was thinking about this one book that I recently read that really resonated with me was called the, I think there's a subtitle, like how great founders do more with less. Hmm. And the book is kind of, have you heard of it? I don't believe so. No. Okay. So the, the book, it's, it's a short, it's an easy read. Um, and it's kind of like a roadmap. For, and I think the reason it resonated with me is like, I'm, I'm reading it and the whole time, like, oh yeah. Um, like a lot of it really resonated with, with my personal experience of like building businesses. Um, Cause you read a lot of like flashy books and, 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 and marketing things and sales things. And I think like at the end of the day, like just doing and building with like a prudent plan uh, is how I've built things. And, and I thought that book had a lot of uh, great takeaways. I like that a lot, man. And like to your, the first couple of books that you recommended, like, I feel like it's really important once in a while to like, you know, just read something like completely different than like what we're used to. And like, like just something like in a completely different like category, you know, like even like just for pure enjoyment or whatever. And like, 
I don't know. Like, I, I feel like your mind's like just always going, like, even when like, yeah, I don't know, like you could be watching a movie or something or like just doing something like completely different than, you know, the traditional uh, I, I grind, I guess you could say, you know, and then like, I don't know. I just, I feel like there's like, to your point, like, you know, like some of like the lessons and stuff, like in those books, like even like if they didn't, you know, like mean for it to like, like hit you that way, like, because like you're in the spaces all the time of like constantly building and, and growing and like all this stuff, like, like you kind of pick it up a different way, you know, like, and you're getting the enjoyment out of it. Plus, you know, a, a couple other benefits and it's, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny you say, I, I really enjoy like business books and strategy books and dense things. Um, but another reason I intentionally put those down and also read other things is, and maybe, I, I don't know if this is unique to me, but I am like always going, um, I'm always thinking, and, and I love that, but like, I could go out to dinner and be like, I, I could be thinking about like how to redo the interior. I could be thinking about like the asset class, like how, like, well, do I buy this and like make it in a restaurant? What, what happens? And then I also think about like the restaurant and like how to streamline like waste or like what the business plan would be or go to a hotel. And I'm like thinking about hotels. And so sometimes like reading stories is one, a great disconnect for me from like constantly thinking about like business yeah. uh, and details and strategy and like dense things. Um but also like, I, I think there's a lot of those two books, like The Alchemist and Little Prince, they're, they're stories. The, the Little Prince, if you've heard of it, is it's like a children's story. Uh, I think it's philosophy. It, it's it's profound if, if 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 you read it that way. Yeah, I think there's a lot Sounds of lessons to learn there. Yeah, that's cool, man. I, I like that a lot. You know what I mean? And like, I totally feel you on that. Like, like your brain's never shutting off. Like, even if like, exactly, you know, like you walk into like Dunkin' Donuts or something like that. And you're like, oh, well, I mean, like, what if they systematize this this way? And like, maybe did this over here. Like, like your mind's always going, you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? We we go for drives and we're like, you know, there's there's a, a strip mall for sale or, or there's a barn for sale. Or there's a condo for sale or a building. For, and we're like, oh, what could we like? We just always, um, but I love that. Yeah, I guess that's being being in real estate. Yeah, I, I like that a lot too, man. But to your point, like once in a while, like it's nice to just like completely disconnect as much as you can. Cause like literally like, like you're wired from like the second you get up to like, <laughs> like, it, I mean, when you're dreaming, you're probably like, you know, thinking about this type of stuff, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. I feel like it's, I don't know, you know, it's, it is like really nice. Cause like, you're always thinking and like, you know, outside the box. And like, I, I feel like in my opinion, it's just kind of like, like because your brain is like so wired in that like just like thinking and like thinking outside the box and like ideas and systems and like like just like all this awesome like entrepreneurial like like skills you know that like you're just permanently wired that way so like that's just how you see the world you know and it's it's a beautiful thing <laughs> yeah no to be i always tell people that are like like when people talk about entrepreneurship um i think like loving and really embracing like the chaos that is building like it's never done uh and so there's lots happening in my head but but i enjoy it uh and i think you have to if if like you're going to jump into anything entrepreneurial including like real estate i mean i think real estate generally as a field is very entrepreneurial even if you're you know not even an investor or build, but as a real estate agent like that really involves like some entrepreneurship in my opinion like to do it well yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, man. 
and like it was kind of funny so there was one time that i was out with uh one of my buddies and <laughs> so we went to chick-fil-a and woolburn right and literally <laughs> like so like <laughs> i don't think i've told this story on here before but it, it is like right along this this same vein and you know it's just a regular saturday or whatever it was we go into chick-fil-a and order and literally man like the hustle and bustle is insane there's like a million people in the kitchen like doing their thing like there's a million people inside and everything like everything is jam-packed and super busy literally like like i don't even finish like telling them my order and they're like oh sorry like your food's right here and like i'm looking at my buddy and i'm like like freaking out on the inside i'm like dude i'm like the system like the fast food and like i'm thinking of ray crock and like you know the founder movie and everything and like i'm like holy crap and like i couldn't shut up about it my buddy was like dude like yeah that was cool but like like what about it and i'm like dude i'm like you don't understand i'm like i wasn't even done yet and like i already have like what I ordered, like, this is like ludicrous, like, like systems going like full nuts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it, it was one of those things that I'm like, wow. Like I was blown off my feet, man. I'm like, that is insane. <laughs> I'm like, and it's, it's the little things, but like, wow. It yeah. just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I had to share that story. But... Some fat... <laughs> fat system. Yeah, that's great. And then on the flip side, when when we get you to like Italy or something someday, we can learn. Ever heard of the slow food movement? Say that again. Sorry, it kind of cut out a little the, bit. The, uh, the slow food move to Italy someday when you when you head to Europe, um, learn about the slow food movement and how it's like intentionally like slowed down and it's an experience it's like two crazy uh two crazy spectrums of the same thing food and eating that's cool man is it just like do you think it's more of like just to kind of have like like the experience of like going out for coffee or like for dinner and like less of the like hustle and bustle like more of kind of like just enjoying like the moment and like do you think it's like something like that or is it just kind of like global movement uh yeah, no, uh, now we're random off topic, but but it's cool. Yeah, so it's it's a global food movement about like really embracing like the the culture and the traditions and everything that goes into like a meal together and that experience. Wow, that's cool. For some reason, it reminds but me. But then sometimes, sometimes you need lunch in five minutes, you know, so. <laughs> that's cool. I, I like that idea, though. I'm, I'm going to kind of do a little bit of research into that. I'm I'm kind of curious now. Well, like it just <laughs> another weird thing, but I'll say it anyway. So it reminds me of um Ratatouille a little bit, like the Disney movie, like oh, yeah. like when he's like mixing like the strawberry and like the I don't, I don't know whatever. But <laughs> it's very, like, very I haven't seen tonight. that movie in years, but I remember it. I, I remember really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, but that's cool. Yeah, it, it sounds really interesting, you know, and and just like a, a philosophy you know of just doing things a little bit different like that and it it sounds really cool I mean like especially because I mean especially in in like Massachusetts or like I don't know if it's you know across the country or our country or, or whatever but like everything just has to get done like yesterday you know and like people are pissed if like you know their coffee takes two minutes too long and you know to kind of go somewhere where like the opposite end of that is like you know, kind of try it out. Like, I think it would be interesting, you know, to kind of experience something like that and, 
just kind of like a different way of doing things and hopefully a more like enjoyable like just relaxed yeah. kind of experience it sounds cool <laughs> right. yeah no it makes me think peak, peak pandemic it's like the offers were due yesterday and there's 60 of them and you got to move fast and your clients are freaking out it's yeah speed <laughs> speed is a thing um and and maybe on on the east coast we uh yeah, we maybe move too fast sometimes yeah. <laughs> or pressure ourselves to move too fast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. But thank you so, so much for coming on here, Pete. That was absolutely incredible. You've been an awesome story. Man. Loved hearing about like the businesses and the real estate. That was super, super cool, man. So where on um like social media can like you, the businesses, uh, everything you got, I'll, I'll put below. Sure. Yeah. So my name's Peter McGovern. You can find me on LinkedIn, um, websites, um, edodyssey.com, E-D-O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y.com is my student travel and study abroad company. And in terms of like all of our real estate stuff, you can see our properties, um, pictures and learn more about, um, Eric and I, and all the work that we do with design theory at design, T-H-R-Y.com. Awesome. Definitely check it out, guys. I'll, I'll link it below. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Kyle, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank you so much, Peter. That was awesome, man. <laughs> All right, guys, that concludes our Creating Wealth podcast episode for today. I want to thank every single person that has listened this far. It really means a lot to know that people can learn from me and with me as we build wealth together. Hopefully you can take home at least one thing from this podcast that will improve your life just a little bit. If you could, please check me out on social. That's at Kyle Curtin Real Estate on Instagram, Facebook, and I'm on Bigot Pockets. Until next time, let's build together.